Love Life, featuring your hosts, Rebecca Detman and Jane Donovan. The sun shines bright as it moves across my face. I feel the light. Welcome, you're listening to The Love Life Show with Rebecca Detman. And I'm Jane Donovan. Your weekly love, sex and relationship spiritual show all mashed up together. We're here on the couch today and we're going to be talking about alpha, beta energy. What's that you say? Well, this is the coolest thing. It's something that had been kind of floating around in my periphery for ages, but I didn't know how to articulate it. And then one day Jane and I were in a cafe and she explained it to me and I nearly fell off the chair. So with that intro, I'm literally going to hand you over to Jane to sum up what this phenomenon is, why why it's actually such a problem in the modern Western world, and particularly for women and for men, no, it's for both parties. Both. And and I guess maybe a bit of background. How, how and when did all this start? And tell us, tell us, Jane, just tell us. Okay, all right. So alpha beta energy is where we all contain both energies. So alpha being masculine, beta being feminine. And the idea is that we are to experience both energies, obviously at different times, but to go through our day being consciously aware of when we're in alpha energy and when we're in beta energy and being able to pull on the appropriate energy for the situation that you're in. What we t- we are finding, though, is that people have labeled themselves as I'm alpha and I I don't want beta in my life or I'm beta and I don't want alpha in my life. So we've actually got a lot of disconnection that's happening, particularly in relationships. Now, where I see this in pandemic proportions is with the career girl. And so this is the woman who is spending a lot of her time in career. Now, all work is alpha energy. So alpha is creative. It's controlling. It's making things happen. It's a very dynamic energy, which in the Western world, we spend a lot of time in. Now, beta is no less dynamic. It is different though. Beta is very fluid. So alpha is quite rigid. Beta is quite fluid. So as you can see, both are definitely equally needed and equally important. Don't misunderstand this as being alpha as being better than and stronger and beta being passive and weak. It's not that. This is, and we'll get into this in the next half an hour, but often the alpha-beta thing is misunderstood by people, particularly women, as seeing beta as being subservient and doormatish and, you know, so 1950s Stepford wives. That is not what I'm talking about. What I'm seeing in relationships is where the alpha woman is having difficulty in gaining happiness within their relationship or gaining happiness in any relationship when they're spending too much time in alpha. So, so I'm going to paint the picture of the okay. typical alpha. And I All reckon right. maybe even possibly Sex in the City or one of those sort of shows might well, help Samantha to, was very alpha. to illustrate this. And, and even um, Miranda. I hope and Miranda. Had a brainwave brain yeah, there. Samantha and <clears throat> Miranda, both very alpha. And so well, I'm going to take Miranda. So she's a self-made woman. She's a very high up-the-ranked lawyer you know, earns a lot of money, completely self-sufficient, has her own apartment, you know, doesn't need a man, literally, the kind of woman who just doesn't need a man, does, yes. technically doesn't need a man. And it's funny how in the show she actually, they ended up pairing her with Steve, who was very beta. You know, she wore the pants and he was kind of like the little house husband, wasn't he really? Well, that's actually how it works. That's what happens. That is what happens, is that when you get two alphas together, it's foul. It's actually competitive and they'll compete with each other and they are fireworks and disaster and abuse and very toxic, toxic relationships. Um, so you very rarely see two beaters together. That's very rare. 
oh, I know what happens when two beaters get together. Nothing happens because they cannot self-start. Like they can't, they'll sit on the couch until they rot into it. <laughs> Don't you think? Yes. <laughs> they'll, just, <laughs> they'll just sit around. Oh, it'd be nice to take a holiday, wouldn't it, love? <laughs> oh, what, should we go to the movies? What do you want to see? You know, by 8 o'clock they're still on the couch because they can't decide. <laughs> That's beta. That's too much beta. I guess these days you don't see two beaters as often. But what we see a lot of is, and there's so much to talk about in this, but this one section where we see a lot of alpha women wanting to date and have relationships with the alpha guy and they don't understand why the alpha guy is not drawn to them and they'll present to me and they'll be well presented really good looking attractive beautifully impeccably presented got the job got the you know with a great career got the finances got the independence got the friendship groups got the great holidays got the lovely apartment they've got everything going for them and they don't understand why the alpha guy is not interested in them and it's often because they are in their dating process and in their socializing, they're leading with the alpha energy. Now, the alpha guy doesn't want an alpha girl. He doesn't want the competition. He's not interested. He wants the beta girl. But that doesn't mean that the alpha guy is not going to want that beta girl's alpha side in the relationship at some point. In the bed. <laughs> Well, maybe there'll be times he'll enjoy the alpha in the bed and he'll enjoy the beta in the bed. I saw something on Tumblr just this morning that said lady in the streets and what was it, something in the bed, like something like that, like alpha in the bed, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Anyway, but go on. So what, I mean, he will want a woman who is intelligent. Like most of the alpha guys that I meet are asking for a woman that is intelligent. They want the intellectual stimulation. They want to be able to be considered that they're with somebody that's an equal. However, they don't want to date it initially. They're not physically attracted to it initially. What they're attracted to is a woman, is a woman in beta energy, soft, kind, loving, fluid, flirtatious, giving, generous, sensual, all of those amazing goddess qualities. Very feminine qualities. Very feminine qualities. Is it weak? Not at all. In fact, while I guess, you know, we're taught to think that they're all, both energies are equal, if it's really put to the test, I would suggest that the beta energy in full-blown, powerful, uh, positive goddess energy is probably the most powerful energy that exists. There's other words for this which might help um, listeners to, to know what we're talking about because some people refer to this as yin and yang, Yes, yang being the alpha. Yes. Some people refer to it as Mars and Venus, Mars being the energy. Um, oh, what was the other one I had floating in my head? There's, there's, a, there's a number of different references to what we're talking about Well, it can here. just be as simple as masculine or feminine. Sun and moon. That's the other one. So, Sun and moon, and yes. And so when Jane's talking about the beat, and you use the word fluid, and the moon is more, it's the watery, it's the emotions, it's the intuition, it's all of these things. And again, we're not talking, there's no better or worse. You need both. You do, like the beautiful yin-yang symbol where the two colours swirling together into perfect harmony. All of us have half yin and half yang, half beat. half alpha which Jane said earlier and it's actually one of the challenges in our lifetimes to find that divine masculine feminine balance between inside all of us and that's what a lot of um modern you know like we're saying alphas or betas are struggling to do so you might have the captain of the football team who's really macho and really blokey and really muscly how does he embrace his feminine side his beta his yin you know yes how does he judge? yes do you see it happen can it happen yes absolutely mm. it does it does absolutely and it happens when he is safe when he can be vulnerable when he can connect to his soul, which actually I want to go slightly off track and explore this new concept I've just heard. And 
yeah, that the that the male soul is female and that the female soul female soul is male. Oh, Jane. Oh, topic for another day, oh, or is that God. fit in Batten here? Down the hatches. Hang on a minute. All right, but I was just <laughs> sorry I dropped that one on you. Yeah. Okay, but that that's digressing. It's yeah. still about balance. It's still it's about <laughs> balance. Okay, so the alpha girl often has lost the ability to connect to her beta energy. All right, so I'm not saying you play this out in the boardroom. I'm not saying when you play it out, but it's by exploring and experiencing what is this beta energy. And many of these alpha women, some will struggle with it and some will find it very easy to reconnect. But when they do, and we'll get into the house soon, yeah, yeah. but when they do, they almost feel like they've come home. Now, I've got so much to say. Okay. <laughs> but first I want to ask you, so let's look at famous, like maybe celebrity examples of people who've got the balance where do you put angelina jolie is she too much alpha or is she is she uber feminine alpha no she's too much alpha she's too much alpha yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah so does that mean do you think brad pitt's actually fairly beta yes i do yes yes i do so much so if you look at all of the relationships he's had he ends up looking like the woman that he's with (laughs) he does he does all right in his physical appearance david beckham and victoria I think you've got a pretty even balance going on there. I think she presents as alpha, cold, detached. But actually, I think she knows exactly how to play her beta. But she's so feminine. She's tiny and petite and very stylish. Yeah, but it's not about physical appearance. This is about energy. Energy, yeah. What about Princess Diana? Oh, full-blown beta, which is why she really struggled. She couldn't get into her alpha I hope this is helping people so they're starting to understand what it looks yeah, like when we're talking yeah, about yeah, alpha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when she did go into a full-blown alpha, she did it in the shadow side because she didn't know how to do it in its positivity, okay. hence the breakdowns that she had. So what does alpha look like in its shadow side? Is it literally domestic violence? Is it, yes. Is it machoism, egoism? Yeah, yeah. all yeah. of that. Okay. All the ugly dark. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And beta in its shadow side is passive-aggressive, manipulative, game-playing yeah. instead of being um, speaking with – Kindness, speaking from love, not coming from fear, um, speaking with impeccable words. Can you think of a Hollywood hero or, or female or male who everyone loves because they actually have this divine alpha-beta balance? Who do you think best represents mm. it, Jane? Gee, that's a great question. Do you know, this might surprise you. Now I've just forgotten her name. I can see her. Um, Ellen. Oh, Interesting. Okay, so Ellen, what about Portia? What do you think? I think she's very beta, but I think we don't get to see her alpha. But I have no doubts in that relationship, she knows exactly when to bring in the alpha. She knew how to be alpha when she played Portia de Rossi way back oh, when. Oh, yes, Italian. that's right. She yeah. knows something about yeah. it. Yeah, I actually think that they are both very, very balanced. Okay, so I'm going to talk about sort of society and culture here. Now, Alpha beta to me is such an important topic because I actually feel it as a psychic and energetically almost like a crying yearning that's going on under the radar right now in society, okay? Because feminism, which is responsible for so many changes and shifts in so much stuff socially and culturally, and there's many goods and many bads about what's, you know, the aftermath of feminism from the 60s, 70s and One of them is, I think, that because women have been taught they can be whoever they want, we can be Prime Minister of Australia if we want, we can, you can have it all, girls, have it all, go out, you know, you're equalist, you deserve the same pay, you know, don't let maternity leave stop you, da 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 da. So we've got all these strong, strong, strong alpha femme, and then again, 
um, supported by television roles and they're seeing what's possible, women in suits going off and Sex and the City taking over the world, okay? And what are they doing? They're coming home from a hard day at work and, you know, I'll tell you what they're doing. They're curling on the couch with romance books. They're actually watching Twilight movies, even if they're in their 30s and 40s. They're going back to damsel, maiden, knight in shining armour, protective males. They're going back to these ancient archetypes in their in their secret time or their quiet time because their soul they want to be taken care of so badly because they're so exhausted they're they so, are so tired. tired it has been a massive battle that has had to be fought yeah had to be fought and you know i'm 50 so i went through all of this being i remember being in the boardroom at uh, in my late 20s and being told you know when i went to assert my opinion being told oh you're having a bad period day you know, it's ridiculous the yeah. sorts of things that, that yeah. were the, the, that occurred. So we had to have this battle. The battle's been fought and it's been won for want of a better word, but there's been a price that we've paid. And the price that we've paid is that we've had to prove that we're as good as men by being men. So now I'm going to be really brass, brass and say it's time to leave your brass balls. On the dining room table. Because at least Take them off. men with <clears throat> excuse me, nowhere to go. And so what's happening on the men's side is the men actually have no idea. Like, And I've actually seen this in internet forums where men actually genuinely say, and it sounds a bit tongue-in-cheek, but there's a, a strong thread of seriousness in it, and they say, what do you actually need us for? You can just about get pregnant with a sperm in a vial. You don't even need us for anything. That's you can right. fix your own tyre. You can get your own job. You can have your own house. You can hunt and gather and provide for yourself. What do you even want us for? And they are really lost, and young males are really lost too. And, you know, so here's these beautiful boys who are holding open doors because Partly because etiquette and partly because they're being kind and partly because there's something that makes them feel strong and confident and beautifully masculine when they're able to enact these ancient roles of taking care of women in a beautiful way, not in a demeaning way, in an archetypal, universal, important way that makes them men. And when that's spat back in their face, or the woman says, I can get that myself, thanks very much, or you needn't have bothered, you know, that's actually, it's actually injuring the innate sense of what it means to be alpha i love the way you've explained that beautiful i'm saying this so much because while we've got the girls who deep down would never ever admit publicly that all they'd really like is a bit of a fantasy where they're scooped up in somebody's arms and carried into the sunset and you've got the men saying i want to scoop i want to scoop but nobody will let me pick them up that's absolutely right right that's right (laughs) so let's get scooping let's get scooping so the way to achieve more of this in your life is to actually first off start exploring beta energy within yourself not in a relationship but what does it feel like so you've got to attack the five senses so for example the alpha woman goes to work gets up in the morning goes to to her career kicks goals all day comes home goes for a power walk gets on the treadmill cooks dinner in five seconds flat gets down to business she's got the emails going she's on the phone to someone while she's catching up on the latest episode of whatever that she's watching on TV, then it's like, right, I've got to read that report, then I'm going to bed and I'll get up early and I'll have my shower and I'll go and do, you know, a half hour jog in the morning and then it all starts again. I know. So she's now spent 24 hours with the exception of when she's sleeping in full-blown alpha energy and it is exhausting. Yeah. Nobody, man or woman, should spend 24 hours in any one energy. This is stress. This is nervous breakdowns. This is chronic illnesses. That's right. It's not, There's nothing about flow and freedom and fluidity in this and going with the flow is a big saying that lets you create and explore new possibilities in life. You're controlling everything to the nth degree 
Now, what if you do all of that through the day and you come home and, you know, if you've got children, you get them sorted out. And if you've got a partner, you get them sorted out. Then you get to some quiet time. This is where I want you to try and attack the five senses. So I want you to put on sexy lingerie against your skin, not because you're going to go and get erotic with your partner, but because it's going to be scratchy against your skin and it's going to help remind you of your womanhood. I want you to go for a walk and I mean a heel toe slow meditative walk looking at nature around you observing things around you in a pleasant quieter state i want you to breathe gently and slower i want you to light some incense or essential oil i want you to put on some beautiful gentle soft you know that gorgeous music that you hear at wellness centers or when you go for a massage it's attacking all of the senses to quieter because if you're going to stay in your alpha energy, you're going to have your rock music going. You're going to be doing your karaoke as you dance around the house as you're getting ready for going out at night. I want everything to become softer and gentler. And as you do that, that's going to get you into what beta energy is. Yeah, and I look, this is about giving yourself permission. And I, I can see how this is such a struggle for some people. And these are some of the people that come to me for readings. And I'll say to them, have you ever meditated? Now, I know full-blown full meditation is really threatening for most Westerners. but even just can you close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and take in three deep breaths? And so many people out there in the world right now are just on such go, go, go energy that they don't know how and they shit themselves in their own foot. And the flip side of this, right, which is um, the men who feel that they have to be so alpha, it's that showing vulnerability, showing emotion is weakness. And it's it's too vulnerable, it's too embarrassing, it's not the dumb thing, it doesn't make you a man and there's no room at all for emotional expression or affection to come out. So that's my flip side. And that's why you end up with two alphas together and it's a toxic, very hard and harsh relationship. Jane, let me ask you a question. So when people have very full-on alpha going on, mm -hmm. is it serving a purpose? Like are they using it as a shield or a wall or a protection? Are, yes, they, are they running totally. from something deeper emotionally? Totally, absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to feel numbing out. It's no different to drinking a bottle of wine a night or okay. taking drugs or whatever. It's so numbing out. Stop the pain. Distracting and deflecting and staying as busy as possible so you don't have to think about anything. That's right. Busy, mm. busy, 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 busy. Okay. So if you're listening, stop it now. <laughs> stop and feel. Think. One of the things to watch with the alpha-alpha relationship too is that if you're a very strong alpha woman and you are determined that you're going to be with a very, very strong alpha male, you want to watch it because if you're wanting, you're, you're wanting that, you're still wanting that person to be romancing you and controlling and taking care of everything. But if you don't soften your energy so that they can do that and you remain hard, they're going to have to be harder. And that's when we move into domestic violence. Interesting. So the, the boundaries keep shifting and shifting until somebody gets hurt. That's Even right. Even if it's not domestic violence, it just, it just gets hardcore and intense. Very, very volatile and lots of volatile is the word yeah. i'm looking for volatile yeah. very volatile very threatening to both people of where do i stand and it becomes everything is competitive everything becomes battle I, i'm thinking of a couple i know actually who are both alphas and that's right they they fight all the time so where the key to that would be is to have the discussion listen to this podcast and start to understand the different energies and recognize that if they when they come home from work the two of them sit down together, taken in terms of being alpha. Who's cooking dinner tonight? Who's choosing the television show? Who's choosing what we're going to go and do, whatever it is that they're doing at night? One person chooses and the other surrenders and flows and goes with it. And, here, and then the next night, flip the role. Yeah. And here's your real homework. And so if you're listening and you're spiritual and you want to do some emotional work here, 
I think it's recognizing that the alpha that you're, that you're overusing is, is your mask or it is a crutch or it is a tool that you're using. And it is time to go to a practitioner or indulge in some sort of self work in which the alpha can be put aside and you can start to look at the issues as to why you're using the alpha to hide behind or how you're using it to protect yourself, to be the strength that you feel that you don't have. So yeah, maybe, maybe again, stuff that happened in childhood, um, bad childhood or something. So you've become very, very strong, very, very hard as a survivor. You know, it's time to go back to the original issues and, and feel that it's safe to be the young girl, the vulnerable girl. I'm mean, talking about girls here for whatever reason, but of course this is open to boys too, but it's safe to be the inner child. It's safe to be um, the softer, sweeter, yeah, beta energy. And this actually leads into why we've got the whole cougar thing happening as well. Ooh, go, okay, Jane. So we've got the aggressive, controlling alpha woman, I don't know, let's say mid-50s, but it can be whatever age, or 40s. And then we've got these boys that are in their 20s that have actually have been brought up perhaps to be more connected to their emotions, to be more feminine in their ways, and they are drawn to the alpha woman. By the feminist mothers. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. So that's that's the cougar thing. Interesting. That's the cougar thing. Yeah, it's rippling out in lots of different ways. It is ways. so many different ways, so many different ways. I think the greatest tool is to understand that you can click in and out of it. So, for example, the alpha woman at home with an alpha man, he comes home, he's got a problem, he wants to discuss it with you. Now, if you're in alpha, you're going to go into full-blown troubleshooting and fixing the problem for him. What would be better is if you actually went into beta and used your intellect as a beta format to be able to support and question and guide him to come to his own conclusions. So that's just as strong and just as powerful that it is sitting in a more fluid arena to stop the rigidity of two rigids together. Mm. Am I going off track or is no, that making sense? And, well, and I'm thinking because um, I'm thinking about all the couples I know now <laughs> and people I've counselled and, and I'm really looking at it in beta alpha language now. So, okay, so like for example, I've got friends and, okay, I reckon he's actually probably quite balanced but she's driven him She's because she's so hard. She's so tough, hard childhood, really bad childhood. So she's become one of those massively thick-skinned survivors. In her marriage, she's just she's such a hard ass. And again, it's, she's probably scared she's going to get hurt or something. So she's driving and driving him and driving him, and he gets more and more and more and more intense because she's driving him and driving him. And again, he's trying so bad to be the male in this equation. And how can he be the male when she's being a male enough for six of them? Like, you know. So um, one of the things I've said to her is, can you just try and let all of that go and look at him through the eyes as if you're dealing with a seven-year-old boy? You need to, you need to stop coming up and going loggerheads and like locking, you know, horns with him and getting all like going into battle mode with this person. Take all the aggression out of it and you need to see through all of the armor he's had to put up to handle you and all of your constant barbs and the things you're throwing at him, go back to seeing the child. Because she's got a little boy. I said, imagine your little boy. Look at him like he's your little boy. Look at him with that sweetness and softness. There's a little boy down inside him that actually would really love the female in you to show compassion and warmth and listening and cuddles and mothering, but not too much, but that nurturing instinct. That's where you need to get it back to. That's right. The other thing that happens too with the alpha is that they – I've just lost my train of thought. Great. Okay. I have something really important to say. Obviously, that's not really important, and that's just been 
edited out. You'll find too that alpha, you need to remember that alpha is also parenting. So we can often think of beta as being the mother role, but actually mothering and fathering, parenting is alpha. It is still Mm. controlling. Okay, so if you've got to go and get family meals, it's not about, oh, I've got to do all the girls' jobs. But alpha women can also get very, very angry because there is there is decades of it's not fair and it hasn't been fair. So not only now have I managed to get equality in the boardroom, but I've also now doing all of the mothering work as well. So there's a, there's hours and hours in alpha. So when we were stay-at-home mums, you are in alpha when you're parenting your children, but your children have nap times and downtimes and off at school and kindy, and you would have your beta time, which is almost your alone time, mm. your softer time, your gentle time. We're missing that. So the alpha is getting very – it's happening all through the day at work, and then it's kicking right into running a home. Running a home is alpha as well. So that's where you can actually go, you know what, I'm beta tonight and you get your partner to step up and they're going to do dinner or they're going to put the laundry on. But then we come back to if you don't get full-blown into your beta energy, you're going to stay in controlling and your partner's not going to cook a good enough dinner, couldn't cook it as well as you could or they're going to stuff up the laundry because they don't do it as well as you do because you're still in alpha. Yeah. You've got to learn to surrender. I've got my guilty face on when you said that. You have. So, Jane, um, where does sex and passion come into this? Oh God, that's I'm I'm still in the battle of the boardroom here. But how does it affect okay. in in the sack? Like how does how do these energies play out sexually? Well, I think there's always somebody that is the initiator and one that is more the receiver, and you just make sure that that is always being shared equally. But if you got two alphas, uh, it, does it lead to problems sexually? It can do. Yeah, it can do absolutely of the nature. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of well, you have to have an initiator and a receptor. It's not both initiating at the same time. You can't do that. Yeah. So if you look at, as you look at same gender relationships and you'll find that there will be still one that is more dominant in alpha energy and one more dominant in beta energy. But I think that the same gender, uh, sexual relationships are more balanced. Fascinating. Particularly with lesbians. Okay. So have gay people. See, it, it kind of gets messy with, with to, with gay guys because you have penetration. Have, have gay guys mastered alpha beta really nicely? No. They haven't? No, I think lesbians have better. Oh, interesting. Some, some. Hmm, I thought we were going to I think that long-term, long-term um, gay relationships, yes. Hmm. But actually that's where I see a lot of breaking down of not understanding that. Um, I actually think that in the, you know, that's where there is a lot of that sexual prom- uh, promiscuity yeah. uh, in gay guys and that is where there is that role playing and they want that role to stick at it. Yeah. You know, they want one to be the dominant, one to be the the more passive, which is kind of now I've just put passive onto beta, which I don't like doing because this isn't about passive and it isn't about dumbing right. it down. It's quite complex actually. It's a to, very complex. To really understand what it is. And, you know, the thing I want to say about beta energy that I really want to drive home for people is that it is safe to be beta because I think a lot of people have this idea that if I slow down I'll miss out or I won't keep up or everything will overwhelm me or I won't be safe or I will get hurt I will get hurt I will get hurt so this is 
back to really kind of what I touched on five minutes ago about digging deeper into your demons, looking at your own stuff, looking at the areas that you are in shutdown mode or scared running mode or little girl mode or little boy mode or whatever it is, and and getting digging that stuff up and dealing with it. Whatever you do, find ways to heal it, deal with it, feel, deal and heal basically, and then you'll be much more comfortable in the harmonious and joyous energy that is beta. Yeah. There's so much more to be saying there on is. this. There's Jane, so much. But just quickly, what mm. was that thing that you told me? You heard one of the US gurus giving a speech about this a few weeks ago. Dr. Pat Allen. She's and what a guru she, on what this. What was she saying about alpha um, being, was it the carers or the, what was it that really made you say, oh, I've really got to process this one? Oh, gosh, she says so much that I have to process. She's a fabulous psychotherapist from the States. I think she's well and truly into her 80s. And what she doesn't know about Alpha and Beta, Alpha and Beta doesn't exist. So if you want to Google her, Dr. Pat Allen, I think it's A-L-L-E-N uh, of the Pat Allen Institute, she has got some great stuff out there for you to listen to. Um, Wasn't she suggesting she was, something about one of the things that we would class as the most typically beta activity, like a caring or a something, is actually best Oh, is actually, alpha. yes. Yes, well, it's the same as I said about parenting. Parenting is actually alpha. I just forget how she worded it. I can't it. remember but what that was. You, no, Jane, anyway, sorry, me, people, but Jane said it in a way that just made me go, oh, my God, It's we've actually got it all backwards. Yes. And maybe this is what you were touching on when you were saying male souls are feminine and female feminine souls soul. are masculine. Yes. It's so much more complicated than we realise. And we like to be very black and white about stuff. So man, macho, leather jacket, Marlboro man. Yes. Lady, little, high heels, sweet, looks after yes. the children. We, we make it much too, the Stepford Wise thing, we, we make it much too Hollywood and much too. We need to get rid of these labels yeah, it's not and like actually that. go, it's two energies that are beautiful. And I would love everybody to be able to experience both energies throughout the day know when to kick into one and when not to kick into one yeah so for example if my husband doesn't want to be talking to an alpha woman then don't ring me during the day because he's going to get yep what do you want bang 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 i'm i'm on i'm on i'm happening i love it you know but if he wants you know how's your day been and he wants a soft lovely warm kind conversation that's happening on my drive home mm. no that's yeah. not... so more communication between couples yeah couples well. it's just understanding that this is an energy that we are in and we can float from one to another. And the more that you practice this, the faster you can switch from one to the other. Uh, and yes. you could be in and out of alpha and beta 20 times throughout a day and grabbing the energy that serves you best in the moment that you're in. As always, it's just the conscious awareness. If you can have the conscious awareness of what you're doing, that is more than half the yes. battle. You've been listening to Love Life. Now, remember, folks, we'd love to hear your feedback, so you can provide it in any number of ways, but it is best to go to our website, so that's thewellnesscouch.com slash love hyphen life. Um, and if you've liked this episode, then please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and also check out thewellnesscouch.com where you can view the entire range of wellness podcasts, uh, wellness podcasts available, including the number one show, The Wellness Guys. So, Jane, it's been wonderful, and I look forward to talking more about boy stuff and girl stuff next week. Fantastic. Thank you. Have a great week, everyone. See you later. Life is perfect. I'm not trying. It's just happening.